Hello, hello. Welcome to the Fit and Lit podcast. I am your host, Bridget Koenig, and this is the podcast where we talk about fitness and literature or horror novels or spicy books or thrillers or whatever we have been reading. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about consumerism if we've been over purchasing this is um a reminder for you but also a huge reminder for me because um i've been buying a lot of shit lately um and i'm not proud of it so i'm gonna be listening back to this episode um when i'm like do i need to buy this i'm gonna listen back and be like probably not um we're gonna go through my uh fitness updates book updates i have a really good book review for you um a book i rated a five star so if you're looking for a five star read um keep listening um then we're gonna go through um consumerism and um yeah just how it pertains to the book world and the fitness and wellness world um And give you some suggestions on how to kind of manage that a little bit. Because this is America. And we like to buy stuff and destroy the world. Okay. Um, Let's get started. So I'm going to start with my fitness updates. Um, I have been feeling really freaking good. We haven't heard this in a while. Bridget is feeling good, guys. She's not complaining that she's so tired. She's not complaining about pain or whatever. Um, She's on top of things today. She's feeling good. She has been eating well, eating that protein because, you know, as a vegan, I am uh, protein deficient. That's a joke, by the way. I'm um, it's fine. Everything is fine. Um, And I've been sticking to a routine, doing fun things, not being so hard on myself, started a new challenge uh, within my app, um, in our little community. And yeah, it's just been a good time. So I have been logging my food uh, using the uh, Awaken Cardio Kickboxing app. It's the app that I use for all of my clients. I have two spots open, by the way, for nutrition. Um, So you can go down to the, the link down below and apply if you are interested in working with me. Um, but I, I use the app too, and I use it for workouts. I use it for nutrition. I use it for logging. Um, I love the features of how you can combine both fitness and nutrition together and see it all in one place. You can put your progress pictures, your measurements all in one place. Um, so I'm not tracking weight or measurements. I'm just going completely off of how I feel just logging my food, seeing where I'm at, just to kind of make sure that I'm hitting, you know, all the necessities, getting my micronutrients, my vitamins, minerals, um, and just trying to stay balanced. Um, I have been doing this very successfully, um, which I'm actually kind of surprised because I feel so good. Like, you know, before when I was like complaining, like, oh, I feel tired. Oh, I feel blah, 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 blah. like my body image and blah, blah, blah. Like I've been feeling really freaking good. Um, I've been logging this all on Instagram. So if you're not following me um, on my fitness page, go follow me. It's Bridges Fit. Um, for bookish things, I'm just going to put it in here as Bridges Lit. So if you want to see bookish things, go to Bridges Lit. If you uh, want to see fitness stuff, go to Bridges Fit. So 
I've been doing that. I've been swimming still. Um, I accidentally skipped ballet last night um, because I got stuck on the, what is it called? Like chat G- GDP or whatever, the AI where you can just be like, give me a picture of blah, 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 blah. And I was just, <laughs> I was looking for some art for the studio because I want to have like some really cool merch um, and also for the podcast too, for my fitness and literature people. Um, and I have been reaching out looking for artists, but like, it's all just kind of logo work. And I really want to have something that is just like, whoa, like that is so bright and colorful and cool. I'm thinking something along the lines of liquid deaths, um, artwork on their shirts where it's like, whoa, this is so metal. and so rock and roll and like just cool art. Um, but I haven't been able to find an artist locally, um, that, can do that. So I've been just kind of looking at ideas through AI and I got stuck on that. Anyway, um, it is getting hot in here. If you're, Ooh, I had to turn off that heater. Um, but yeah, so I accidentally missed, I just got sucked into the AI, um, image creator portion and I accidentally skipped ballet. Um, I don't know what happened. Wednesdays are my days off. So I was just kind of going doing whatever I wanted um Wednesdays is also my husband's day off which is why Wednesdays are my day off um so we can spend time together and the kids have a half day at school so we just really get to spend time together so um yeah I was just chilling yesterday um happy Thursday by the way I am actually filming this on a Thursday um, we've just been busy. I've been spending time with family and I'm, I have no regrets. No regrets. This is this is good. I feel good. This is all good. I forgot completely what I was saying. Oh, it was Wednesday. <laughs> so me and my husband got to go to the gym yesterday and we um, got to film some content uh, for like the next couple of days. And we've been having so much fun doing this. I know it sounds kind of stupid or like vain maybe to somebody some of you but like creating is so fun for both of us just to create something that's funny we get to spend time together laugh together come up with ideas together and when we do this at the gym like we get to actually like we're actually working out we're just like all right I'm gonna do this last set can you film this and blah 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 blah, whatever um so it's actually really fun to do I highly suggest if you've never created something um especially on video with your spouse or like significant other um because it's so fun like it's not one take and you know like the edited version of something is so different than what the video actually is um so if you go back and watch our reel that we just put out um where you know we're twinning that was so funny to make um uh yeah just go back and look and then we have some more coming up soon too that we were just cracking up because it's just it's just funny like all of it is so funny um so go back and look at those if you haven't already um so that's kind of been like my fitness what's been happening this past week um it's been raining a lot here so being outside hasn't really been too much of an option but I have been still taking those hot girl dog walks um even though we do have a fence we finally have a fence up but our ceiling our ceiling in our um 
if you've been listening, a tree fell on our house, like a branch literally went through the ceiling of our master bedroom. There's still a gigantic hole there. And we had some rain over the past weekend and water. It was like a waterfall. Like we have a huge giant trash can underneath it. And it was just like, it's like probably mm, a fifth of the way full, but that's a lot of water. Like imagine if that just like went right on our bed where I sleep because that's normally where I sleep and there's a trash can there now. Um, it's it's no good. Speaking of water and waterfalls, um, if you have water next to you, grab it. Um, if you don't have water next to you, pause this, go grab some water, and um, let's chug some water together. I wonder if you could have heard that in the audio. Um, so, okay, disclaimer. I don't have water in my hydro jug shaker. Um... I have Element, which is a hydration. It's very salty. Um, it is salt or sodium, magnesium, potassium, and it's amazing. Uh, when I first tried it, I was like, what the hell? Like, this is straight up salt water. Um, and then, but I diluted it a little bit and my I've been drinking it every day. My body craves this. Like, I know, I didn't realize that I wasn't having enough salt. Um, salt is super important, by the way. Um, so is magnesium as an electrolyte for um, just your body in general, especially if you're an athlete um, or you just sweat a lot. Um, but I didn't realize that how dehydrated I actually was um, because my electrolytes were kind of off. Um, but I noticed right away when I don't have my element that day. Um, there is a code or a little link down below, um, where you can get a free, I think it's like six, six, like, uh, maybe eight. I don't know, but there is a link. I do have a link for you guys. Um, because it, it just like everyone gets one if you continuously order from them. So this is like, I've ordered two huge packs from them. That's how much I like it. Um, so yeah, if this is your first order, you can get like a free, like something free. I'll just put the link down below in the show notes. Um, but yeah, so I truly do love this product. Like I said, it's one of those codes that everybody gets when you order twice or two big, whatever. Um, so I genuinely do like this product. My favorite one is the citrus salt. Mm. I tried the chocolate one. I hated it. But again, I hated this when I first tried it too. Gave it a week and then my body was like trying to crave it. So, or is craving it trying to tell me like you need more of this so if you haven't tried it zero sugar it's like paleo friendly vegan friendly all the friendlies um so yeah go check it out um i am going to go swimming after this which i'm really excited for one of my friends is a swim coach and i i like swimming however i have a very short attention span when it comes to swimming so I've tried doing the whole hour swim or like swimming with somebody and I get so bored. Like I get like four laps in and I'm just like, okay, what's next? Like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's so like I need music or like some kind of plan, which um, I understand some people are like this at the gym. So having a plan really helps. So I asked my friend who is a swim coach and she's does like master swimming and um, swim meets and things like that. And I asked her, I go, listen, 
I'm trying to get better at swimming. I can only swim. <laughs> this is where I'm at right now. I can only swim two lengths of the pool without having to stop. So I can swim to one end, finally do a flip turn and then swim back. And then I'm like, okay, I kind of need to like catch my breath here. My breathing is good. My I'm just not used to it. Um, and I just don't have the endurance. So I just I was like, okay, I can go about 15 minutes. Sorry, if you're watching this video, it keeps giving me a thumbs up. Um, so I can go about 15 minutes and then I get really bored. Like I just need something simple that I can actually follow because my husband, he's a swimmer. He can swim like four hours, like with no issues at all and like just be swimming. I don't know. He's weird. Um, but like, so when I asked him, he was like, oh yeah, just swim, you know, 5 million yards and then like do 5 million yards of kick and like, you'll be good. And then the hour will be done. And I'm like, bro, I can barely swim two lengths. I need something simpler. I need something that's going to keep my attention because at this point I can't even like, like 10 minutes and I'm, are we done yet? Are we done yet? Are we done yet? So she gave me a plan. It's 30 minutes and I'm really excited to go try it and hopefully it can keep my attention and just like keep swimming fun for me because I really want to get better. I do enjoy it a lot, um, but I just get so freaking bored. So um, we'll see how that goes. Um, I've been logging everything in the app like I've been, like I said. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it for my fitness updates. Um I finally hit 130 on squats, which I haven't done in a really long time because of my hips and back. Um, I just, you know, if you if you've known, yeah, I have I have chronic pain, and um, it's come back just slightly, but I am, uh, I have improved quite a bit, and my back pain has been really, um, manageable. Like it, like I haven't had pain until recently. Um, but let me see if I can turn these reactions off. Recognize hand gestures. No. Did I turn it off? No. Okay. Sorry if you're on YouTube. I'm sorry if you're on listening to this, but it keeps giving me a thumbs up in the corner. Let's see if it does it again. Okay. I think it stopped. Okay. <laughs> sorry about that. Okay, so on for book updates. So I do have a five-star read for you. I'm going to save it for the very end. Um, but that is, it is the Gracier. That is my my five-star read. I freaking loved it so much. Um, but again, I'll give you a full recap review um, after I give you off the list. I read one, two, three, four, five books five books in the last week but don't fret they're not full books um they are novellas which i am loving like i'm 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 loving novellas right now i've been reading a lot of them and the reason that i'm loving them so much is because i can read them in one night so like i lay down and before i go to bed i have read an entire book but i've been reading these little series um they're like mini series um, one is it's the, they're, these are all on Kindle Unlimited, by the way, they're Amazon originals and you can listen to them or read them. Like they all have an audio version. So all you do, if you have Kindle, um, you just download the 
the series or whatever, or just one or two or however many you want. And then you can go into Audible and list, or listen to them. Oh my gosh, it's doing the thumbs up again. Why is it doing that? Um, if you know, send me a message because that's annoying. Okay. Um, anyway, you can download them. They're uh, part of Kindle Unlimited. I'm pretty sure you can buy them on their own. Um, but there's two of them. So one is a creature feature, which is all horror authors. There are six books in the series. And I have read one, two, three of them. Um the first one is The Pram by Joe Hill. Um, I've never read anything by Joe Hill. Uh, this book was, it's The Pram. And this book, I think it's like, it's like less than 100 pages. All of these are less than like 100 or around the 100 page mark because you can read them super fast. Anyway, so The Pram takes place with um, this couple and they are having a trouble conceiving. And the wife just went through like a really traumatic miscarriage and um the husband it's basically his it's it's a lot deeper than just like a horror book like it talks about his um how he's dealing with not being a father like how the father is dealing with the miscarriage and i thought it was like really interesting um i kind of want to go read it again because there's a lot of little things that I feel like I missed um, because I didn't get where it was going until about the halfway point. And then I was like, oh, OK, I really am enjoying this. And then at the end, it gets creepy. Like the whole thing is really creepy. Um, but the very end, I was like, oh, so I kind of want to read more by Joe Hill. I don't even know what other things he has written. OK, let's see heart-shaped box i feel that's from 2007 i feel like i've heard of that one but i don't know anything about it um the lock and key um oh you know what i think lock and key is a show right i didn't read that one or I'm sorry, watch that one, but L-O-C-E and Key. And there's a whole bunch, like there's a whole series, Lock and Key. Um, so if you've seen Lock and Key, I bet this is the same author. I can fact check it super quick. Um, but I feel like I've heard of Heart-Shaped Box as well. Um, let's see. Lock... And key. I should have done this beforehand. Sorry. Um, yeah. Okay. Lock and Key is an American comic. Oh. <laughs> Lock and Key cast. So it's a comic book series. Okay. I'm going on Wikipedia. Devel oh, yeah. Okay. So it's based on the same comic book series as Joe Hill. So if you watch Lock and Key, it's by that same author, um, The Pram. Um, which I really enjoyed. Another one um, that I read was Ankle Snatcher by Grady Hendrix. I love Grady Hendrix and I did not really care for this book. <laughs> um, I get it. Um, Grady Hendrix is known for having really amazing relationships in his books, but his relationships are not romantic. So 
um, ankle snatcher was a relationship between father and son. Um, other books by Grady Hendrix that I really freaking loved were um, My Best Friend's Exorcism, which was um, a relationship between best friends. One of the best books I've read um, last year or the year before. It was one of the best books of the year. <laughs> and then um, Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. That was a relationship between a group of women. And then um, Ankle Snatcher, this little novella, um, was a relationship between husband and or i'm sorry father and son and so basically this little boy um who we follow you know as he gets older so he his dad was put into prison for murdering his mom um in the middle of the night and his dad was like it wasn't me it was the ankle snatcher like you know don't let your feet hang off the bed and blah blah blah, blah. they never found his mom's body and so there was like this weird like people were unsure like like what the heck okay this guy's crazy put him in prison well um the son you know grows up and he's you know still afraid of letting his feet hang off the bed and things like that brings a girl home um and, and he hears her get up in the middle of the night and then he hears her get pulled under the bed and there's this whole scene and i can't tell you the rest but basically father and son get to reunite in a very interesting way so that is the ankle snatcher um it's a good quick one and then um it waits in the woods by josh mallerman this book i couldn't get into like in the first okay remember this is like a 100 page book so the first 10 pages really do matter i couldn't really get into it and i was like mm, i don't know but i kept reading anyway and i'm so freaking glad i did this book scared me like this book was so creepy i loved it josh mallerman is also the author of bird box so with sandra bullock they made a movie about it it was a really creepy in the woods type of uh movie and it was um, it was so good and this one has like a really cool creature um that takes on ah this is a relationship too about um sisters two sisters so one sister goes missing in the woods and in these woods they talk they're like um teenagers um so one sister goes missing and there's like talk in the like there's like um rumors or like folklore in their town that there's this like bridge that leads to another world that's in the woods and it can move nobody's ever had pictures of it or anything well this the sister the one that didn't go missing she's like i'm gonna go find my sister i'm gonna go find this bridge and she's a videographer like she's a a photographer of sorts so she packs up all her stuff goes into the woods and looking for her sister and she finds the bridge and there's a really cool creature it is so creepy like it's so good there's lots of um paranormal activity remember that movie um those vibes <laughs> because she's a videographer so they're set up like she sets a microphone up and she like puts her phone on a tripod and her phone takes um like it's really important her phone in this um in this book so if you like creepy in the woods things you're gonna wanna wanna read this one it was so good and now that I know his writing style I'm like I kind of want to read more like I want to read 
more uh like bird box i want to read that one like his writing is so cool so those are the ones that i did read i started another one um but i am going to finish it tonight and it is called in bloom by paul tremblay and i don't know how i'm gonna like this one either but it has to do with like a pond monster (laughs) um and i don't know it's kind of hard to follow for me so I'll let you know when I finish it, though. I'll let you know uh, next week. So then the other little mini series that I've been reading is called The Improbable Meat Cute. And it is just a series of books um, by different romance authors. Um, I read one called The Exception to the Rule by Christina Lauren. This one does have an audible version, but I would not recommend it. I would 1000% recommend that you read it because it's emails. Like the first half of the book is just emails. So if you're reading or listening to it, it's going to be like March 5th, 2017 at 5 p.m. Message to CM Sun, blah, 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 from blah. Like it's going to be like that. But when you read it, you're just like, all right, two from, okay, blah, blah, blah. Like it's, it'll be so much better and such a much better experience to read this one. This one is so cute. So cute. I don't get giddy when I read romance. Like I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, this is cool. Whatever. But I was like, like smiling and like, oh gosh, like next to the bed, like, or next to my husband in bed while he's asleep, like trying to read this book. I'm like, like giggling and like felt myself blushing. It was just so cute. So basically these two boy and girl um they're in high school and i think he's like a senior or and she's like a freshman or they're like in the same uh school district so they have like similar emails to their teachers or something but so the boy accidentally messages this girl saying like hey mrs like thinking he's emailing his teacher like i'm missing this math page um i can redo it or like can you double check that you found it because it says that it's missing and she's like oh sorry um you know this isn't the teacher but happy valentine's day and so they make it a tradition that every valentine's day they have to email each other and their relationship just blooms from there but they don't know who each other are and they make like these silly rules where they like can't give personal information over the email because they're just pen pals on valentine's day and that's all they are and of course you know they get together at the end but it is so cute it is so funny i was rooting for them the whole time and if you want just a cute little giddy fluffy romance this one is so so cute and again that one is called the exception to the rule by christina lauren and christina lauren if you don't know is two girls they co-write books together it's christina and lauren so (laughs) but i really enjoyed that one and the other one that I read uh, was With Any Luck um, by Ashley Poston. And this one was okay. I read it at two stars. Um, this is my first um, introduction to Ashley Poston. I know a lot of people really, really, really like Ashley Poston's work. Um, but this one was about this girl who she like has luck with everything so like getting the first parking spot walking outside and it stops raining or you know just like little things that like don't that don't really add up to much all her luck except for with love so every time she kisses somebody that person we're like what was that movie good luck charlie no good luck chuck we're like the like once they hook up with that person like the next person is the love of their life 
that's her. So she kisses somebody and then the next person is the, their true love. So they're never in love with her. But of course, she finds true love. So those are the books. I can talk forever about books. I'm sorry. This is a long segment. This next one, though, don't skip through because The Gracier was a five-star freaking read for me. I was crying, sobbing next to um, my son while he was trying to fall asleep. And he's like, mom, are you okay? And I was like, I'm not okay. This book is really sad. <laughs> like I am, it wasn't sad. It was just so emotional. Like, <sighs> so basically, let me, let me set the, set the scene for you. I kind of went over this. So um, if you've been listening to the podcast, I'm sorry, I'm going to explain it again. Think of the movie, The Village by M. Night Shyamalan mixed with the handmaid's tale mixed with the hunger games so you have these 16 year old girls who once they turn 16 um they get a husband and then immediately after getting a husband they get sent into the woods to get rid of their magic and if they survive, they survive. And if they die, I don't know, your body better be counted for because if you come, if you don't come back dead or alive, someone in your family is going to get punished. So, you know, don't get eaten by a bear. Like, we better find your remains. <laughs> there's poachers that are trying to get these girls. Um, there's monsters, ghosts, um, magic. Mm, is there magic? There's love. There is rebellion. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. There is scandal. There is really hard decisions. There is tragedy. There's friendship. There is like girl power. There is oh, let's overthrow the government. There is my whole body has chills right now. The end of this book like tore me to pieces and I only when I first read it I only saw one side of it and then I had a friend who read it and she messaged me she's like wait did blah 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 I can't tell you because it'll ruin everything um and I was like I don't think so like I didn't get that let me go back and read it again so I read it again and I was like oh I was like, I didn't get that the first time, but now I see that side. And then I read it with that lens on and I was like, this could totally go either way. So at the very end, you're left with this like really ambiguous ugh, like ending. I can't, I can't, I'm trying not to say too much because it's like a big thing. But in this book, there is so much symbolism. There is so much hope. There are so many really freaking good quotes. I'll read a few for you. They're out of context, so it shouldn't um there shouldn't be any spoilers. But I have never done so like highlighting or like, you know, bookmarking or whatever. Um okay, I'm gonna read a few of them. So here's one of them. This is from page 43. So earlier these are all gonna be in order to of like, you know, going through the book. So here's one. Of course, some men like breakable things. And then another one. You'd think it would be our opportunity to talk, share, let it all out. Instead, we stand isolated and petty, sizing each other up, jealous for what the other one has, consumed by hollow desires. 
And I was like, oh my God, like girls are so like that. Like, why are we, why are we like that? You know, like here we are, we're supposed to be, <laughs> you know, and here we are sizing each other up. We're isolating ourselves, being petty, you know? Anyway, okay, so here's another one. But I won't be a broken bird, not for anyone. That one is very context-related, but that was a really good one. And then um, you have to respect something that wants to live that bad. That was a quote from her dad. Here's another one. I wanted to save the other one for later, but I can't wait. Prying it open, I suck the muscle into my mouth and immediately bite down on something hard. I'm thinking, oh, I can't even tell you this. I'm sorry. I can't tell you that one um, because it's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I should uh, should edit that one out. But no, you should read this one. It's so good. Um, here's another one that is um, really popular for this book. It's called Heaven is a Boy in a Treehouse with Cold Hands and a Warm Heart. That one's kind of a spoiler, but it's so good. So good. We hurt each other because it's the only way we're permitted to show our anger. Right. Answering that first quote, here, here we are, you know, we should be working together. But as women, you know, we're not supposed to show anger. So we hurt each other because it's the only way that we're allowed to. Um, But yeah, that's it. That's all Um, I can tell you without. Oh, here's another one. There's one person who desperately needs it, though. Someone I'm completely in control of myself. So anyway. If those quotes didn't mean anything, it's because they're completely out of context. Um, just reading them again, I'm like, oh, my God, this book is so freaking good. Um, so good news. If you want to buy the book, um, I have a bookshop library bookshelf now. Um, I will link it down below. This bookshelf is curated by me. I'm going to have a few different ones, um, but this one in particular is going to be just my five-star reads. Um, I'm still in the middle of curating it. So I think like at this moment, the only one on there is the Gracier. Um, I just got um, affiliated with Bookshop. So I'm working on it. But maybe after you listen to this, there will be a few more books on there. But what happens is with Bookshop, money from the books that you buy on Bookshop, that money goes into a local indie bookstore. Um, and I also get a little bit of a kickback so that I can buy more books to read and review for you all. So um, it helps everybody out um, as opposed to, you know, buying something on Amazon or um, Barnes and Noble, um, where it's just kind of like a big company. These are actually going to people who own these bookstores, real people who read these books. Um, and yeah, it's just a really good place to find books that I would recommend. Um, I'm going to try to add all the books that I talk about um on there so that you can have kind of a really good reference to go off of um which i think is pretty cool okay so we're gonna get back into the main part of our podcast and that is are we consuming too much the answer is yes <laughs> we are um but that is how how um this world goes now um we buy things to support businesses to support ourselves um but yeah i'm gonna be talking about fitness first and then books last um and just 
kind of, I'm not saying this is all or nothing and not saying what you're doing is bad or what I'm doing is bad or I'm better than you or any of this. I'm just bringing this up as a way to reflect on how your life is. I know everybody's financial situation is different. I know everyone's living situations are different. Life is just different and we're doing the best that we can. Um, So please take all of this just as a way to self-reflect and not take it as like black or white, like this is it or this is not. Um, I'm fully aware that some people are able to do these things and some people are not. Um, So yeah, um, these are just kind of opening up the conversation. Okay. So we're going to be talking about fitness. So with fitness, when you think of a fitness person, you think of somebody who's like dressed all cute, have their little shaker bottles, their hydro jugs, right? Which by the way, um, hopefully there's going to be a link in the in the description here very soon. And hopefully I can have a code for you guys so you guys can be consumers of water bottles. I'm just kidding. But we'll get into water bottles in just a second. Um we see, you know, different shoes. You need different running shoes. You have to have, you know, um, this gym bag. You have to have, um, you know, the, the all these supplements and um, all these things in order to, like, quote, unquote, be a gym person. So let's talk about, um, first off, water bottles. The very basic need of wellness, I guess, is water. So we have water bottles like the plastic crunchy water bottles you know what i'm talking about you drink out of it once and throw it away think about how that one water bottle is going to last 500 bajillion years on this earth because it is made of plastic think about the journey that it has to take from the time you buy it at the store to the time you throw it away in the trash can to the time it makes it to the landfill if it even makes it to the landfill Sometimes water bottles will end up on the beach. I cannot tell you how many times I have done a beach cleanup and my bag is full of water bottles or even just the plastic little caps. Um, these are like so overconsumed for no reason. There are water, like you can go anywhere and be like any like facility, like um, restaurant or whatever and ask for water and they can get, they have to give you water. Um you can like here at our studio we have water i always have water bottles um that are cans um or you know a filled like a water dispenser most gyms have uh water dispensers and or water fountains um it's so easy to just put a filter on your faucet if you need filtered water um So just really limiting this. I know sometimes it's like impossible, like you have to have um, a plastic water bottle, but that's not all the time. Um, Then we have the overconsumption of water bottles. Like, let me show you my hydrogen little collection right here. And this is just what I have right in front of me. I have the hydrogen traveler. I have it in two different colors. I have a shaker bottle. I have multiple shaker bottles. Um, Do I need five? No, I don't. Do I need 12? No. Do I have 12? Yes, I think I do. Um, but that is the thing with this whole Stanley Cup thing, the whole, all these travelers, all these um, different jugs. Do I think Hydro Jug is better? Yes. And <laughs> Stanley, yes. <laughs> Just joking. But no, like we have this like overconsumption of water bottles. 
everybody has like a whole bunch of water bottles. You can go to a thrift store. There are so many water bottles. Um, I'm sure that you have a water bottle in your house right now. Um, I know that drinking water is one of those things where it's just like so just blah, like, okay, it's water. It doesn't have a taste. It doesn't really like all it does is make me go to the bathroom. Um, so it's, it's, it is nice to have a fun water bottle or something that is really convenient, you know, something that doesn't leak and has a straw that's round and, um, you know, is cute in a bright color with a handle and fits in your cup holder like this hydro jug here. And it makes it fun to drink water. But when you're thinking about consumerism, how many water bottles do you actually need? You don't need 12. One is just fine. Um, now let's talk about clothing. There is this like phenomenon, <laughs> I don't know what to call it, where fitness brands have this like launch based selling market technique like i don't know how to explain it where they're like all right we have this new collection coming up um it might sell out so on launch day it's gonna launch on sunday at 2 p.m um be there and like the whole website closes and you can't get in there and then you have this like panic like you're just like i have to get this shirt and that pants and that sports bra and like those blah blah, blah whatever it is before someone else gets it, before it's sold out. And then you end up buying more than you actually need. And then we have like these really trendy um, items with clothing. Now, do you need 100 different matching sets? No. But do we have 100 matching sets? Yes. Um, athletic wear is one of those things too where people are hesitant to buy secondhand, um, which is really interesting to me. Um I don't mind secondhand athletic wear, um, but I know some people do. So when it comes to buying athletic wear, being aware of who you're supporting. For example, if you're going on Amazon and picking a random brand that like is called like CXYVV Fit or whatever, like just some random brand, do you know who you're supporting? Do you know where your money is going? Do you know where your fabric came from? Um, just being aware of what you are actually supporting because that makes a difference. We vote with our dollars. If you are buying something from China that was, you know, made um, in, a, you know, in a not a humane way um, or where people are getting paid fair wages, you're supporting that. And eventually these clothes, because they are poor quality, you just spent three dollars on a full set you know bra like pants like they're not going to last very long they're not going to be the best quality that fabric is unusable when you are done with it and it just goes straight to the landfill um so just being mindful of like where you're buying your fitness wear um going to actual websites and looking um in their about section what they are about actually finding quality clothing you can find um, secondhand, really good sets, um, name brand wear on sites like, Mer excuse me, excuse me, like um, on Mercari or Poshmark, um, eBay, um, things like that, where you're actually keeping things in circulation rather than just donating something and then it getting thrown away or just throwing it away yourself because the quality is so bad. 
I know places like Shein, Timu, Amazon have very affordable clothing. And I know not everyone can afford um, good quality clothing. However, are you over consuming? Do you have, you know, a hundred pairs of leggings? Do you need more? Probably not. Just use what you have first, unless it doesn't fit. Um, you can also think about trading as well um, with swaps with friends. This goes for any type of clothing, not just fitness clothing. Um, but see if you can swap or sell what you already have before buying something new so that you know that it's staying in circulation and it's getting used. Um, next up, we have protein. Are we over consuming protein? This is going to be really controversial. So if you get pissed off, that's okay. You don't have to keep listening. <laughs> so I am talking about meat specifically in this one. There is this stereotype or stigma or like, um, yeah, I guess that's stereotype, I guess, that if you start working out, you have to eat more chicken. You have to eat more protein. You have to eat more eggs. Um, you have to add bacon to everything because it's high in fat and it's protein and there's no carbs. Um, and I fell into this too. Like I said, like I, these all apply to me too. So when I was a senior in high school, that's when I first went vegetarian for the first time, not fully vegan, but I went vegetarian and I was vegetarian for about five years. And then I started really getting, I wanted to do a bodybuilding competition. And so I was like, I have to start eating chicken so I ate chicken and tilapia and ground turkey and eggs. I think I already said that. Like, that's all I ate, that and like broccoli and like maybe some rice. And I was buying like those big packs of chicken breast, like just chicken breast, like not even the full chicken, just like, I don't know, what is it? Like seven, six or seven chicken breasts like all in that one big giant pack and these are all like huge chicken breasts right like totally hormone like genetically grown chickens to have like these gigantic chicken breasts and looking back I'm like six that's three chickens that's three chickens like do I need to eat three chickens no I do not need to eat three chickens now when we think about overconsumption of meat specifically when you buy meat specifically or buy meat, specifically meat, you are purchasing all the feed that those animals are given. Now to make that feed takes water. It takes land. It takes time. It takes, um, what do you call it? Um, labor from the, the people who labor that soy or that grain or whatever the animals are going to be eating. That's a lot of water. Then you have to transport that feed to the chicken lot, right? Then you have to have that labor that feeds those chickens and you have to have the land and space for those chickens. Now you can say, well, I only buy free range chickens or cage free chickens. Okay. But still <laughs> cage free just means that they're not in individual cages. They can be in a huge room where they only have like two feet of space which one isn't healthy for the chickens and two it's just gross like they're stepping on each other's hoop and stuff anyway okay so that's not the point so you have all that space you have to feed you have that labor then you have you know the slaughtering process you have all those chemicals that are needed to clean the blood off of the walls um you have all of the 
the people that are, you know, doing all this, um, <laughs> then you have the wrapping process. You have the styrofoam um, plate with the um, that blood soaking pad that's underneath. And then you have the sil- the what's it called? The saran wrap that goes on top. And then you go to the store. <laughs> that is where you purchase it. So it's not just like the overconsumption of actual meat. It's the overconsumption of that labor, of that water, of that food, of that transportation. Um, so I'm not saying, I'm not telling you not to ever eat meat. I'm just saying, are you eating who chick three chickens a week? Three chickens. When you look at a whole chicken, are you eating three whole chickens a week? Like by yourself? Like that's a lot of chicken. Um, and even when it comes to like anything, like you don't, you don't have to do the whole gym bro thing. Um, so it's just kind of, like I said, I know it might make some of you mad. Some of you are like, what the hell is she talking about? This damn vegan. That's fine. That's fine. You don't have to keep listening. You can stop listening right now and block me on every social media platform. That's totally fine. Um, but this stuff's still happening and, (laughs) um, it's just something to look into. I'm not saying eating, I mean, I am saying eating meat is bad, but um, do what you want to do, you know, but just being aware of your consumption. Um, And then we have supplements. Um, So are we over consuming supplements? Yes, a lot of supplements are a scam. I'm sorry to tell you. And I fell into it, too. I was I was you know, before, um, I went plant-based, um, I was doing the whole collagen thing, putting collagen in my coffee. Um, I was, you know, taking a multivitamin every single day. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> a lot of these things we don't even need. Um, the first thing that you should be doing is making sure that your nutrition is on point, your um working out is on point and you're um getting all the nutrients that you need before you should even start taking supplements. Um I know there's so many out there. I'm not even going to get started. But just looking at your supplement collection, we all have one. We all have that cabinet that just has like a ton of supplements in it. Which ones do you even take? <laughs> I know I have like two in mind that I haven't even touched in months and then you open it and it's like all crumbly and nasty. Um, but yeah, just taking a look, are you over, overtake, over consuming supplementation? Um, so that's all I have for fitness right now. Um, and then I have books, books, are we over consuming books? Um, so books, like I'm talking about physical books right now, take up a lot of space. They take up a lot of resources. They take up, um, they, they cost money. Books are a lot of money. Um, but they're, you know, remember, remember way back when, when we used to collect DVDs and we used to collect tapes and, uh, records and DVD, did I say DVDs? VHS tapes or, you know, whatever. Like we have these like collections of things. Books are kind of the same thing, but do they take up more time or more space? Do they take up more resources? I don't know. Um, so one thing when it comes to over consuming, we all have that pile of books. I'm going to get to that, you know, your TBR. I'm going to get to that one day. This is my TBR pile. Um, 
<laughs> so one way, if you are a physical book buyer, is to buy from places like your local bookstore, bookshop.com, um, and thrifting books even. There are books at like every thrift store. You can buy books secondhand. You can pass books around with your friends. Um, you can go to your local library um, and actually check out a book um, if you don't want to keep it. Um, just to keep those books in circulation, when you buy from, or I'm sorry, when you use your local library, you are supporting the author. Um, so I just wanted to put that out there too. You're supporting your local community and you're supporting um, the author when you use your local library. Um, next up we have um, bookish merch. So um, I love bookmarks. I like bookmarks um, that are specific to the book that I'm reading. Um, do I use bookmarks? No. <laughs> I very rarely even use bookmarks. Um, most of my bookmarks are receipts or <laughs> I've used pieces of toilet paper before, um, tissues, a pen, um, whatever is just lying next to me can be a bookmark. Um, but I buy bookmarks. Um, bookish merch stickers, sweatshirts, um, what else? Uh fun things like that. Um are we over over consuming them? Um this is just a question to ask yourself. Um I know a lot of bookish merch is made by um uh small businesses or creators. So if you can support them through Etsy or um places like that, that is amazing and that is a be the best way to do so or you can create your own using what you already have. Um then we have things like book lights, um, book sleeves, book holders. Um, what else? Um, if you have Kindle, you have the pop socket on the back. You have the covers. You have like all of the little things that add up um, for bookish things. Glasses. Do you have like 500 pairs of different cute glasses? Because I love glasses. I have a bunch of different glasses. Um, <laughs> I was wearing them, but I took them off because of the glare. Um, <laughs> but um, just kind of these little things like, do you really need all this? I'm asking myself this question. Do you, is it really worth it? Um, and then um, pre-orders. So pre-orders, if you love an author or you see a book that's coming out and you pre-order it um being aware of like where you're pre-ordering it from is really important just something to be aware of um <laughs> what else oh kindle is kindle better are you a kindle kindle person we can think of over consuming um in terms of money here are you buying multiple books that are not on Kindle Unlimited? Um, or are like where is your money going here as far as like overconsumption on Kindle? Um, that is all I have for books right now. Um, I feel like there's not too much like really overconsuming that we can do with books, but other than like our TBR being out of control. So just kind of being aware. Um 
of what you are consuming. And this can go for what are you consuming on Instagram? What are you filling your brain with, you know? Um, and what fads are really worth it and what fads are really important to you? And are your purchases helping the earth? Are you voting the way that you want to vote with your dollars? So these are just some things that you can think about. Not too much, though, because then you'll spiral into eco-depression like myself sometimes, where you're like, where's this world going? All we have is trash everywhere. The whole world is plastic, and we're all going to die because we're going to run out of oxygen um, because we're so polluted with plastic and single-use items. Okay. I'm going to go spiral now. That is all I have for you. Um, Remember to like, subscribe, follow, download, share with your friends, check the show notes for all the links that I've, all the books that I've talked about. And yeah, I hope you have a great Thursday and I will see you on Sunday for a Coach Hat episode. See ya later.